could eat a page for hours. Please. Greetings and salutations. This is Cage's Kiss, the ultimate cage cast, where we discuss each of the National Treasure's cinematic masterpieces in his life. We also try to glean whatever kernels of wisdom that we can from his character this week, but I want you to know, Senator, that this week you can really count on my discretion, because I'm Adrian, also known as Detective Wells, and who are the rest of you, well. if that's your real name? I'm Donnie Von Tees, and I do hardcore pornographic material. Ooh. Yes, print is not dead. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Linda, but you can call me the Cheese, and I'm going to be a star. Are you the <laughs> Dick Cheese this episode? <laughs> I'm the Head Cheese. <laughs> That's right, Linda. Just over on the mattress, the one wrapped in plastic. Yes. My brother makes good head cheese. <laughs> Say hello to the nice man with the razor blade because this week it's 1999's 8mm. Yeah. Is this what you call an establishing shot? <laughs> I'm just like Mary Pickford in the Brock Mariah. <laughs> So, yeah. We have a um, controversial Cage movie this week. Yeah. Definitely. Some very heavy material. Yeah, and we did get some Cageness in there toward the end. We we did. We got a little bit of everything. Uh this is this is kind of a weird one. Yeah. Uh so it this is this is believe it or not a Joel Schumacher movie. Yeah. And this is a a uh, a non-awful Joel Schumacher movie, oddly enough. Um, which which is exceedingly rare. Um, and it's uh from a screenplay, uh, somewhat adapted from a screenplay by Andrew Kevin Walker, the writer of Seven. And uh, so this 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 little piece of heaven right here uh came out on February twenty sixth, nineteen ninety nine. Uh, it debuted at number one at the box office. Uh, it it cost forty million. It earned ninety six million. Uh, and it beat out uh the Mel uh, Mel Gibson revenge epic Payback. <laughs> uh, it beat out uh, 200 cigarettes, uh, The Other Sister, oh. uh, Office Space, and She's All That. <laughs> apparently she wasn't. And apparently... Apparently, despite all of that, though, uh, Sony Pictures resents this movie. What? Yeah, yeah, they're like stupid movie making his money. I hate it. It's stupid. It's a doo doo movie. <laughs> Smelly doo doo movie. We're not meant to make decent pictures with well, a story. <laughs> no, but they really, they really don't though. Like they, they're really no. like militantly against. I mean, like it's under the Columbia logo, but but Columbia was owned by Sony at the time. I don't know if they still are. And actually, I would um, like to retract the uh, fuck you, Jennifer Aniston. Not because I really thought she was in She's All That. I just wanted to say it because fuck her. But actually, no. <laughs> Rachel Lee Cook. Fuck you. Well, yeah, I know her too, but fuck Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, change your fucking hair. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll wait. <laughs> You too, Jessica Alba. <laughs> uh, yeah, Fuck Jessica it, while Alba we're could change the hair, but there'd still be the face and the voice. You know? yeah. uh, I saw the eye, and uh, yeah, and oddly <laughs> enough, she had a voiceover narration. I went deaf. Yeah. 
<laughs> hey, so um, I've got Andrew Kevin Walker's like contact information. You guys want to like call him up and just like see you, what he's up to? You know, I would like Andrew Kevin Walker to sort of call in and tell us about this because uh, he he wouldn't uh, visit the set on this one. Um, he was really. Because uh, Sony Pictures are all like, hey, uh, could you could you tone this shit down? And Andrew Kevin Walker's like, no. And Joel Schumacher's going to back, back me up on this. And Joel Schumacher's like, yeah, we should tone this down. I'm going to get Nicholas Kazan, and we're just going to like fix this screenplay a little bit. <laughs> and Andrew Kevin Walker's like, fuck you all, and the horse looks like you. He's like, I'm more concerned with making Joaquin Phoenix look gay, but saying he's straight. And by the way, I'm Joe Schumacher. I slept with 20,000 men, which is normal. <laughs> Man, <laughs> <laughs> normal. He's, uh, yeah. <laughs> He's kind of a treasure, though. Yeah, he gave. Well, Batman let's nipples. let's let's talk. Yeah, which which was actually the best thing about those movies. Um, but uh, let's take a minute about Mr. Schumacher. Okay, so uh, early on, uh, mostly a screenwriter, uh, he wrote Car Wash. He wrote The Wiz. Hey. Um, <laughs> He directed The Lost Boys and Flatliners, um, and he did stuff that you can actually like without feeling too bad about it, like St. Elmo's Fire and Falling Down. St. Um, Elmo's Fire! He also did some stuff that no one should ever watch, like The Number 23 with Jim Carrey, <laughs> um, The Phantom of the Opera, Ooh, and uh, as Donnie mentioned, Batman and Robin. Yay! Um... And he did some stuff that you didn't know that you didn't want to watch, like uh, Bad Company with uh, Chris Rock and Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> uh, and, you know, A Time to Kill. Ooh. And uh, Ooh. he actually directed Cage again later in uh, the much cheaper movie Trespass in 2011 with Nicole Kidman. Jesus. Yeah, uh, that one's, uh, that, it's no 8mm. Um. Well, once you've had a taste of cage-free, then you come back for more. <laughs> uh, spe- <laughs> speaking of uh, of, of uh, the, the running neck-and-neck bad uh, cage haircuts, uh, Trespass is really up there. Oh, God, yeah. Um, but, uh, and a word on Andrew Kevin Walker, we mentioned, uh, like, like Seven, obviously, you know big deal um he uh he wrote hideaway um he did a lot of work as a script doctor actually um he, he, he uh david fincher's other movies uh the game and fight club uh, andrew kevin walker helped fix those um and uh apparently he's a big fan of super jail and metalocalypse so he's really cool in my book <laughs> all the way around. i didn't know that yeah that's um, awesome no, he actually and he actually wrote an animated movie. I think it's called, I think it's called Nerdland. Um, he did it with the same people who do the oh. do some of the Adult Swim cartoons. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, Andrew Kevin Walker's original script actually bore um, uh, it drew some inspiration from Paul Schrader's Hardcore from 1978 and mm. uh, a book called Cutting Room by Louise Welsh. I've uh, never read Cutting Room, but Hardcore I've seen. And it's awesome. Paul Schrader wrote Taxi Driver in 76, and then 78 got to direct uh, Hardcore. And in that one, George C. Scott is this uh, sort of puritanical patriarch uh, whose daughter goes away to the big city and uh, vanishes. And then uh, somebody shows him the porno flick that she's in. (laughs) And so he has to go out to L.A. and at one point uh, pose as a pornographer to try to track down information (laughs) on her. I'm a pornographer looking for my daughter. Where is she? <laughs> <laughs> this, this movie's awesome. This, this is the part where there, like, there, there's these. He confronts the the main the the main villain, the, like the the king of pornography, basically, and like and there's like this 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 place where there's like all these fantasy rooms. Except they're like just cheap ass partitions. So he's fighting the guy, and they keep smashing him through the walls. 
<laughs> it's fucking awesome. Welcome to my fantasy. <laughs> it's also the only good thing that uh, that Paul Schrader ever directed. So, oh, uh, well, okay, not the only thing. I mean, you know, no, Paul Schrader, is. by the way, who directed two Nicolas Cage movies uh, <laughs> in this century. Um, well, one thing I found with the script uh, for Eight Millimeter, like uh, Kevin uh, Andrew Kevin Walker's script, was that uh, in the in the movie. Marianne, the uh, the victim, she's uh, she can't stand her stepfather, and she hides her her diary so he won't find it. But um, in the in the uh, script, he uh, Cage's character finds the the diary, and it was uh, actually his. Um, there was no stepfather; it was her father who committed suicide uh, a little after a year after she went missing. And it turns out that he had been touching her in no-no places. And Sony was like, we don't want to make our audience feel bad. Yeah, Yeah. we don't want to have no cage jerking off in the toilet. We'll make a healthy murder movie, but none of that rape stuff. Yeah. We'll make a healthy murder movie that completely says fuck the rest of the soundtrack. We're gonna put actiony music toward the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and well, in yeah, the script, now it's time um, to punish them. Yeah. Well, in the script, she also gets raped before by a machine before she gets murderized. But um, well, we, of we don't, you don't we, see it. In this but... one, we don't know whether she did or whether she didn't because we get those little sanitized clips of it, you know, like because they right. cut the shit out of this thing to avoid uh, an NC 17. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, Which is understandable. Uh, I mean, you want people to see it. I think we well, also um, uh, make money. We also need to clarify for the audience when we talk about the machine, we're talking about a man with a gimp mask. We're not talking about Burt Krischer. <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah, no. We're, we're talking Krischer. about kind of a, a chunky, hairy dude in a vest wear, wearing a zipper gimp mask, and he's got a, a pentagram tattoo on his hand, and he yeah, likes to be do. in the in these uh, hard bondage movies mm-hmm. where he like cuts girls' throats and stuff. Yeah. And spoiler, he's played by um by Chris Bauer, aka Andy Belfour from True Blood. Dun, dun, dun. And you can't and... get your head around it, can you? <laughs> <laughs> he was also in the wire. <laughs> Yay. Girl, you couldn't buy my wire. <laughs> <laughs> we mentioned the Joaquin Phoenix. Yes. Born in oh, 1974. Uh, did a lot of TV as a child. And his first theatrically released mm-hmm. movie was Space Camp with Kate Capshaw in 1986. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he starred in The Master and Walk the Line and To Die For. And he was also in really forgettable shit like, like uh, We Own the Night. <laughs> Like signs, and we own the night, and and the village also by Shyamalan and Ding Dong. Oh, um, yeah, and but uh, Joaquin Phoenix is better known for his illustrious rap career. just like macho man that's hard but bless this movie. Rewatching this movie, it reminded me how fucking hot he was. Back in the Joaquin? day, he was oh, yeah, hot as yeah, fuck. Yeah, we got we got twenty five year old Joaquin here. He's looking shiny. He was a really fun <laughs> character in this movie. My interest yeah, he's died when he died. 
He's the he's the snarky uh, you know adult bookstore employee. He's like, sir, would you? Can I interest you in a battery operated vagina? Yeah, like, do you I don't remember want you me? To get into one of those uh, everyday <laughs> yeah. situations where you you know need a battery operated vagina and yeah. don't have one. You know? That was fantastic. And he's I reading think, like, Truman Capote on, on, inside the cover of a porno book. You know, he was only the only like um, comedy part in this entire movie. And yeah. uh, he's well, he was also there to provide the uh, line for the movie trailer remember it's like yeah. you dance with the devil the devil don't change the devil right. changes you yeah which apparently schumacher got from watching a, a talk show i was gonna say did you get it from a fortune <laughs> cookie yeah no and then uh and then joaquin phoenix is like hey pops you ever dance with the devil in the pale moon <laughs> oh that's a good one <laughs> <laughs> so uh uh we, we 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 need to tell our audience who for some reason have yet not watched uh eight millimeter what eight millimeter is about pornography <laughs> besides, por- besides porno, <laughs> yes besides being about two hours um mm-hmm. uh so uh cage plays a uh a white collar private detective uh named uh thomas wells uh who like does work for senators and stuff and he's hella discreet mm-hmm. um and uh, this uh, rich old lady is like, my husband died and he was kind of a big deal. And then we opened his safe and I found this snuff film and I was terribly upset. Is it one of those real snuff films or just some of that fake shit? Go find <laughs> oh out Oh my for God. <laughs> was, was Myra Carter just in the studio? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was eerie. <laughs> Did I get off to fake spooge porn or is it real? I need to know. <laughs> it was that weak shit. I'll just never forgive myself. <laughs> uh and so uh, Cage uh, starts doing a missing uh, person uh, uh, pursuit on uh, the lady he sees uh, get killed in the porno movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, meets her sad sack, alcoholic mom. She's like, I had me a boyfriend. Now I don't have no boyfriend. Don't <laughs> got no daughter. Got this bottle. Join me for dinner. And Cage's like, yeah, maybe next time. I was like, can, yeah, can yeah, I have you, your you, penis? You take a drink or what? <laughs> like, You're leaving. <laughs> Fucking dick. I, I, I like to say right now that I really, I really like about this movie the fact that that it's 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 really like like not only is there no romantic element in it, it's mm-hmm. like there's not even yes. like an attractive female element oh, yeah. in existence. Even like his, everybody yeah. is either either sanitized housewife, old as shit, used up, or dead. Even his wife was age appropriate in this. She just looked like a normal mm-hmm. everyday wife. It was great. Well, yeah, no, this is we have, yeah we got Cage in his um, in his mid thirties now, so he's actually like playing guys who like are married and have kids and like don't have like the hot like it's the, it's not like those Jerry Bruckheimer movies where he's like dating a piece of ass and hasn't married it yet. Yeah. And he was uh, having like passionless uh, missionary sex with his his wife near the beginning of the and movie. the baby cries and yeah this 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 movie uh, <laughs> this movie does have entries for clothes off but it, uh, oddly enough they're oh, they're, yeah. they're not they're not for uh, we we don't there's no cage rager and there's no Joaquin peen uh, no. but we do no. see Dick yes we do oh yeah at one point yeah well we'll get that to that in my segment okay <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, didn't I mean to count. encroach on your territory <laughs> so yeah this movie uh 
Did it get you hard? Peter did it make Stormare. you come? Come on. What, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did you help jerk him off? Huh? Yeah. Did you get off? Huh? Try to understand. Tell did me you hold what happened. Tell me. Did you rent this movie? Did you go into a place and buy this movie? What happened? Did you, Tell did me. you go I'm behind that beat of clean? So I should say that this movie had a lot of amazing acting. I feel like it was just like a masterclass in acting. Um, Because it's got Peter Stormare as Dino Velvet. (laughs) Dino Velvet. I love Peter Stormare. Not like this. I was hoping for something more cinematic. (laughs) You trust me to take your money, but not to take your picture. You you may remember uh, Peter Stormare uh, taking your Johnson in The Big Lebowski and uh, putting <laughs> yeah. you in the wood chipper He's in Fargo. <laughs> and in Constantine, he was freaking Satan. <clears throat> yes. yes, he was. Yes. Oh, he is the best Satan, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, I was delighted by that whole that whole segment of that movie, by the way. And he's uh, from Sweden, but he plays, like, so many so many different, like, nationalities so damn well. Yeah, you know, he's, he's pretty talented like that. Yeah. He's like the modern-day Anthony Quinn. Yeah. I just... He was actually a part of Ingmar Bergman's ensemble. Holy shit. Wow. Yeah. You don't get much more from Sweden than as that. Yeah, I'm sorry, Donnie. What were you saying? I was just going to say that for me, the movie was good until the, toward the end when they started killing each other. That's when it became fucking hilarious. Because that's when. You, <laughs> I thought you were going to say that's when you got hard. It, I was throughout the whole thing. I feel how hard I am. It's like Nick Cage was fucking jerking himself toward the end when he calls up the mother of the daughter that was killed. Oh, oh and he's like, D- tell me, did you love her? Did, did you want to know what happened to her? Because. Because he's got James Gandolfini, he's got him with a wire tied yeah. around his throat, and he's going to kill him, and he's, he's trying to shove the gun in his mouth, and James Gandolfini's just mocking him, telling him he can't do it, and yeah. he really can't do it, so no. he has to call up the mother of the victim yeah. and get and get the cage rage. He's like, oh, man, He does, it's and it's sad, it's like, he tells her, like, basically, you know, hey, uh, I want to kill this guy, but I need you to tell me to do it, I, just yeah, for, like, legal reasons. Odd, but, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. it's okay to punish them. Yeah, it's like, don't ask why, I just need you to say, loud and clearly yes punish and kill these people responsible no reason just another thing uh, another thing that got cut to avoid the nc-17 was was on camera cage pistol whipping james candlefini that was actually shown i wondered about that yeah because like they do they do a kind of uh don't look now thing where he starts beating yeah. him to death and then he walks out and the sound continues right. But I mean, you had that that made me laugh. And then the thing I still remembered when I saw this in theaters with my cousin who loved fucking Nick Cage more than any man should. Jesus Christ, did you just bring this guy along anytime you need to see no, a Cage No, every movie? time a Cage movie came out, he took me to see this. Oh, this was like his, okay. this was his Cage porn. And it's the thing. So I, we're really, we're encountering a series of atrocities yes. that was committed to you. This is like psych. <laughs> this is my like therapy right now. But the thing okay. I remembered at the end of the theater is still the thing I remembered and love at the end of this movie. Every time I've seen it, I've only seen it maybe five times in my lifetime. Is okay. when you have Nick Cage at the end. And he's acting like the most beaten down, drawn, downtrodden fucking guy. Like he's been through so much shit. He can't even handle fucking mail. And he's just raking his leaves like an old man cage outside. And it's just the funniest shit to me. I mean, I know he's been through trauma, but it's just fucking hilarious. <laughs> Save me! <laughs> yeah. Well, no, uh, no, come, come on there, Lana. He only killed two people. 
I yeah. mean, well, at the same on. time, it's like, okay, look at what happened. When he came out after pistol whipping James Gandolfini, his hand was shaking. Yeah, it's like, oh my god, he's twitching, he's lost it. But then the motherfucker goes after the machine. <laughs> you gotta like, take on yeah, the machine. Oh, yeah, I think he was just trying to that's... get it all out with and like done with. He could have just the beat best off part on the too. body. I mean, Jesus, where, that where would have done the same. In... <laughs> where he's in Machine's house, you know. Yeah, it's like, well, then that had to remind me too. The reason you didn't see him beating off on the bodies is because this wasn't Nick Cage in a Serbian film remake. So that made sense. We're still <laughs> waiting on that. Yeah. <laughs> the ink hasn't dried uh... So, um, apparently, uh, in early stages of, of, uh, of this, of this, uh, screenplay existing and shit like that before, uh, before, uh, Joe Schumacher was attached to direct, um, Russell Crowe wanted to do this movie. Um, and he wa- and they were going to do it on a small budget, right? Huh. Like, like kind of like, kind of like, uh, you know, like a sh- shot on video kind of a thing. Yeah. And, uh, Russell Crowe was interested in doing like, kind of like, like small dangerous movie. And he had one condition to be in the movie. And I, I, I think, I think it's a little weird and self-serving. Um, and that he wanted there to be a scene where uh, where he, he's, he sees some child pornography, he takes it out of the VCR, he puts it in the trash can, and puts a cigarette out and sets it on fire. Huh. Right. Yeah. Well, instead we get Nick then, Cage uh, picking it up and then wiping the grime of all the filth <laughs> on his jacket. <laughs> but then uh, Nick Cage had his agent call Schumacher and tell him that he wanted to make the movie. And uh, Schumacher called John Kelly. Uh, bigwig from uh, Sony and said that they could either make it with a small budget like handheld uh, with Crow or make a bigger budget movie with Cage and of course Callie chose the Cage version yeah Sony's all like big budgets we love those we don't know what they're <laughs> we love for it. <laughs> um, it's a good it's a good looking movie um, it yeah. was yeah. Um, oh, definitely. it was it was shot by uh, Roger Ellswit um who worked uh with uh paul thomas anderson he's paul thomas anderson cinematographer so he did uh, stuff like boogie nights um and uh he did uh he also did uh tomorrow never dies uh he did bad influence um and uh he did do there's always another shoe uh he did do some unfortunate stuff like he shot geely and syriana oh woof yeah, you know, the guy needs to, needs to work. You know, they can't all be winners. <laughs> Man's got to eat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that line in this movie somewhere? <laughs> this well, is and, a... Um, oh, sorry. Keep sorry, going. go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, this is this movie is a really uh, weird rarity uh, compared to what most of what we do on here. Uh, it's yes. kind of a reversal because this one is a hit. Um, and most critics were very much down on it because they're pussies. Um, but, uh, uh, oddly enough, uh, one of the few critics, uh, who agreed with me on this movie was fucking Roger Ebert. Oh yeah. Yeah. He was, he was that one of the, happen. I know that just doesn't happen. Right. It's like, <laughs> like he's, he was actually one of this film's defenders. And I'm like, are, are, are you sure you feeling okay? Roger Ebert. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have your crunchy hamburger? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. You know, yeah, maybe, maybe it came on and he was having crispy hamburger and this went on. And he's like, I remember Russ Meyer. He was a good friend. <laughs> Well, also, unlike most of the, the movies that we cover, Cage um, approached Schumacher and said that he wanted to do the role with everything internalized and uh, not to do his usual cagey shtick. And uh, he asked Schumacher for his help with it. And he he did. He did just that until wow. just that moment where um, 
where he's saying like I'm, I'm just trying to understand why right yeah. <laughs> did he just i will like, never get tired him? of hurting you eddie did schumacher grab cage <laughs> smack him and tell him snap out of it so uh cage uh kind of a you know uh white collar g-rated uh, private dick kind of guy so uh is this a sequel to honeymoon in vegas Hey, <laughs> or a prequel. <laughs> Things did not work out with Sarah Jessica Parker. <laughs> I guess <not>. IRL. Uh, <laughs> or, yeah, they just replaced her. <laughs> I've been recast. This is a sequel now. <laughs> it's James Caan all over again. <laughs> <laughs> what you skin cancer you ever you ever get skin cancer it makes you want to make some porno movies that's all it is the one thing that unites all living things and divides them at the same time it is both freeing and paralyzing it is the end of pain and the beginning of pain in coffin cast i seek to shine a light in the darkest of all places that we all will face death a mix of true crime, strange and bizarre death stories with a hint of education, and sometimes humor mixed in. Hosted by me, Kristen, with new episodes every Monday at 8 a.m. Central. Available wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, when he was talking about Cage, Schumacher actually said that Cage is the greatest American character actor. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and yeah, you, you can't really argue with that. That's uh, that's that nicer was, than what Sean Penn said. You know. Yeah, I was gonna say I <laughs> yeah. think Jean Claude Van Damme called, and he wants to say that was him. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for, for those of you who will never know or care there is an 8mm 2 that has nothing oh God, at yes. all to do with this movie whatsoever it has as much to do with Troll 1 as Troll 2 did yeah yeah. so it, it is no it is it is an erotic thriller made in Budapest and, and, and with with yes. and, and uh, the main character in that one is this blonde rich idiot woman named Tish and she and her husband uh, are are on vacation, and they get they get uh, sent blackmail photos of them like having a three way with some lady. And Tish's reaction when she sees the photos is like, "Wow, we look seriously hot in these." Yeah, it was filmed in the town of Sinep. <laughs> Sinep's penis spelled backwards. Oh my god! I no, I watched I watched that with my friend Molly, and and when we got to the end of it. I'm like, why did somebody just stab her in the throat? Good God, she's awful. Throw her in front of a train. (laughs) (laughs) It means hospitality. (laughs) (laughs) Uh Uh, So, um, Uh, so Linda, you did a lot of uh, research on the original uh, screenplay. Yeah, uh, my, uh, I, I was just explaining earlier, my, um, I, I took a screenwriting class back in college, because, uh, hoity-toity, look at me. You went to college, loser. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got an education. <laughs> and uh, the first day of class, my professor actually handed out the, the script for 8mm. <laughs> so it was a it was a joy reading through it and just like seeing how many things were changed 
Um, well, class, what do we think about the example of the three-act structure? Well, at the point where the guy's ring gets broken, I thought that was really fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> yes, in the one-man-one-cup segment. Yeah. <laughs> hmm, yes. Was it the script that got changed? Or you? <laughs> Can't it be both? <laughs> Oh, and we should say that um, Stor- uh, Peter Stormary um, uh, played the uh, the porn auteur. Dino Velvet. <laughs> Dino Velvet. <laughs> Welcome to the and, world of um, Dino Velvet. <laughs> apparently, it was his choice to have his hair and his facial hair like that and to uh, eat the photo of Tom's family. <laughs> <laughs> Which he then regurgitated. <laughs> <laughs> if there's no trust between perverts and pornographers, the whole collapse on itself. Fucking love that. Yeah. And he actually had one day of training with the crossbow, and uh, he but kept the... hitting the target. So wow. good for him. Oh my god. <laughs> well, he is Satan. He can do whatever he wants. It's true. It's true. And um, I I need to say that uh, Myra Carter, the woman who played Mrs. Christian, she's um, Mrs. she's Christian? mostly a Mrs. <laughs> Christian. She uh, she's mostly a theater actress, mostly. Maybe. But um, she also uh, that, played... that explains why she kept wheeling into the foreground and projecting. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, she also played Cora in The Storm of the Century. Ah. Well, nobody goes up that road no more. <laughs> you oh, mean no. her road? <laughs> 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 Only Booth goes there. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mind tell you, it looks like about 40 miles of bad road. <laughs> <laughs> they say the path to a man's heart is Estonia. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Stonier, the role of Max California was offered to Mocky Mock. Wow. Oh, Lord. That was. Mocky Mock and Cage could have been in so many movies together. They should do a a bright and shining star. Come on, you guys. Don't you want the battery operated (laughs) vagina? You look like a guy that could use one. (laughs) Doesn't anybody care about the vaginas? (laughs) Do you remember me? Oh, yeah. You came back for the vagina. That's great. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck Uh, you, Marky Mark. (laughs) uh, With Sam Jones as Dino Velvet. You know, uh, it was actually Joaquin's idea to pierce his eyebrow and dye his hair blue. Oh, nice, so, um, nice. and he worked with uh, the makeup artist to develop his tattoos and brands. So, well, you know, those ladies right there—they dig his style. Yeah. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> but um, also, Ginny uh, Powell, the one who played Marianne Matthews, the uh, the um, unfortunate victim. Yeah, she was a stripper who was just hired to be a stand-in for lighting before they uh, they even uh, uh, filled the role for Marianne, and they liked her so much and said that she, she had haunted. a yeah. yeah. So they they thought she was perfect and hired her. <laughs> they started throwing dollars at her and like, here's your paycheck. <laughs> Get it? Yeah, I'm used to it. <laughs> uh, uh, this is one of two movies for her, actually. Oh. See, so you can be a star stripping. Yeah. <laughs> As David Cross said, stripping. only in porn can you be called a star. 
<laughs> I could have been a star. Uh, <laughs> Speaking and, uh, of stars, playing... it turns out Machine was really a master blaster. Yeah. <laughs> right? He has a mind of a child. Master blaster. <laughs> master Who rule Barter Town? <laughs> oh. Well, he was kind of ordered around like Master Blaster. Yeah. yeah. Machine, kill them all. Kill them all. <laughs> and it has a. Uh, the movie features a very young Norman Reedus. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He plays asshole boyfriend in jail there, and uh, <laughs> it's. I love, I love the, I love the cage line there. It's like, hey pops, you want to pass me one of those smokes? And and uh, he's mopping <laughs> the floor. Cage stamps out the cigarette on the floor. He's just mopped and says, I don't smoke. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you sick bird. <laughs> and uh playing that character's dad is Don Creech, who was the uh keeper of the uh all the Muppets and Jim Henson creations. Wow oh, shit. For a long time. Norman yeah. Reedus is a Muppet, it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> He's a sweet Muppet. Yeah. <laughs> I saw him in that really dumb German movie where he's going to kill his son at the end and then just doesn't. <laughs> Antibodies. I spoiled the ending of a movie you're never going to watch. You're welcome. Yeah, just watch Boondock Saints anyway. <laughs> oh, God. What, not, yeah, not Boondock Saints me? 2? The further vision of Troy Duffy? Oi. <laughs> So yeah, I I don't know about you guys, but I fucking love this movie. No, I do. Oh yeah, I've I've always I've always been I've always I've always liked eight millimeter pretty well. Uh, I don't think it's as good as seven. Obviously, it's not it's not quite the achievement mm-hmm. that is. I mean, no. it's still a cage movie. <laughs> but uh, you no, know, we're we're in we're in sort of a a rare 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 decent cage moment right here. You yeah. know, like like and and uh, if they'd cut right at the end, you could have transitioned smoothly right into uh, freaking bringing out the dead because you know he's out front of the hospital. Oh. I mean, um, you know, like there's, um, you know, there's, 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 there's things you might change. Um, but, uh, you know, still like it's better than anyone dare expect. Um, back when I worked at the Hollywood video, actually, I had this movie on my recommendation wall, uh, along with a whole bunch of other things. Um, and, uh, one night, uh, a couple came in and they were, they were looking at it and they were looking to buy something and I talked them into buying the movie. Uh, and I think mm. it was not even two hours later when they came uh, uh, demanding their money back. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch! And, and, uh, I'm Did like, you tell them that uh, the that they should have got the the uh, battery operated vagina? I, I really <laughs> should have told them exactly that. Well, I, yeah, I, I was I was really gun shy because I was new to customer service, and I pissed off a lot of movie renters, as you may recall. Yeah, you did. I, <laughs> I was I was really yeah I was uh, I, I I really I really got people under people's skin um and uh but i was really gun shy at that moment so i I made my supervisor brian like spearhead the uh, return even though there were like a lot of problems with it and he said he said you know you should have just told them where to go i would have backed you up on it i'm like yeah but you know they'll bitch so this was before you started greeting customers going hey 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 <laughs> no, I still did that. In fact, at, at the Hollywood Video where, uh, where I worked, the one at Harrison and Division at Olympia, um, uh, that, that's the one where people would come in and we would all say, "Hello, consumers." <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> May I interest you in a pocket vagina? <laughs> <laughs> did, did I ever tell you that uh, at, at the, there was one time at the Walgreens where I worked, where uh, we we had we had a lot of tweakers, like a lot. I mean, it's a Walgreens. You oh, yeah. just you're not going to not have them. And uh, she was trying to make uh, one of my supervisors do a return, and uh, they they saw uh, some uh, personal massagers that happened to be on the counter that had oh. also been returned. And the tweaker really loudly goes, "Oh my god, Walgreens has dildos now!" <laughs> it's a massager. <laughs> like, ma'am, we're a family store. <laughs> It's a personal massager. Yeah, well, which one of the massagers will get me off? <laughs> <laughs> Just one won't do it no more. Got to cram two up there. You know what phrase I love is adult novelty. <laughs> like, I mean, has anybody ever picked up a flashlight and gone, oh, how novel? <laughs> well, you know, in my day, how we refer to it as a miracle aid. Oh. <laughs> They enhance well, the sanctity of marriage. Of like the, it makes me think of the ice cream and popsicle section in the store, how they're called novelties. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It's all about them fucking novelties. Yeah. Give me some good Adults humor only. shit right now. Choco taco, bitches. <laughs> Damn right. Oh, hell yeah. On bonds. I've actually got choco tacos in my freezer right oh, now. Fucking yeah, right you That's the shit, man. Uh, I have a coworker who would do anything for a Klondike bar. And I mean anything. Anything. <laughs> was it meatloaf? And I was like, I just won't do that. <laughs> oh, Maybe we could talk all night. But ain't getting us nowhere. Oh, Let me sleep on here. <clears throat> Are we going to face this off? Or should we even try? Oh, uh, well... Who do you have, Donnie? Well, that's interesting. Uh, In Nick Cage's part, I would have put Paul Giamatti. And shit, yeah. He's my favorite actor. Two really interesting choices for me. As the machine, I would have put Dana Snyder. And I would have had him doing Master (laughs) Shake's voice the whole time. <laughs> and as the, stop taking credit for it as our <laughs> porno director just because i love him and he's sadly gone sid haig would have been amazing as that uh, it wouldn't have been as classy but he still us. would have been fun <laughs> tootie fucking booty <laughs> we're not doing it in memoriam yet we'll wait till episode 50 <laughs> <laughs> Meet you, know, you at the we, crossroads, we are, crossroads. We're nearly at the hump, though, for the yeah. for the for the cage rear here. Yeah, you know? we're just finishing true, up true. the foreplay. We're getting into the damn yeah, holy, holy shit. Old Almost pinky. in the two thousand. Yeah, well, in the two thousands, you're gonna see the fucking dirty. How to get burned? That's when we start uh, our Kickstarter for getting us more cocaine. Yeah. Daddy needs his flour. (laughs) (laughs) I was making a cake for my mom. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Adrian, uh, I'm sorry, Donnie, are are you finished? Oh, that was all I needed. Just Dana Snyder, Paul Giamatti. There there are so many routes you could go uh, on on this one for, for, for. 
recast. True. You know, like you could you could go like early seventies British. You know, you could have you could have it kind of like a, a Mike Hodges, uh, fucking uh, Michael Caine kind of thing. You know, <laughs> I will never mm. get tired of hurting you. <laughs> 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 She was only oh. 16 years old. Jesus <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, uh, oh, you, if you want to go really fucking trashy and awful and, and, and have it made roughly around the same time, you could make this into a Seagal movie. Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. The, the difference is, is that the first two thirds of the movie would last about 15 minutes and the whole rest of it would be him yeah. per, uh, kicking and breaking the wrists and faces of the other of the other people. And there'd be like 15 pornographers. Can we actually just torture and kill each go the British route? Could we go the British route and as Dino Velvet have Christopher Lee just for funsies? not like this please remove any firearms you have about your person (laughs) bring her to me (laughs) let me put my thinking cap on (laughs) this is what it sounds like when you stab a man <laughs> no, no, it, it's Christopher Lee as Fu Manchu, and 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 uh, the guy tracking him down is Peter Cushing. <laughs> Nigel Damn. Green's in there as the as the James Gandolfini part. Oy. You know? <laughs> <laughs> now that's your movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh. fucking a. <laughs> oh man, yeah, you well, know. Hey, we could still remake it. And uh, actually, I wanted to mention there are uh, there are some parallels between this. Uh, so it's sort of tenuous uh, between this and uh, Kinjite Forbidden Subjects with Charles Bronson. Ooh. You ever see that uh, one? No. It's a, it's a late term, a sort of Golan Globus era Bronson movie um, where where he's a detective and and there's 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 like a child porn ring or something like and. Uh, there's a guy who is a Japanese businessman uh, who's like, it was those weird, weird ideas about sex who's in town. And he's sort of tangential to the whole thing. It's really odd because it's like this weird war against the mafia bit at the end. It's all sort of cobbled together. <laughs> Can we reboot this as like a Billy Jack sort of movie? Oh God. Oh, okay. So he's, <laughs> he's got to, he's got to go kill James Gandolfini. But before that, <laughs> instead of calling the mother, he has to have a vision quest. Yes. Could it just be a new <laughs> Bill and Ted movie then? <laughs> they have to go back and get all these famous porn directors and stars to help battle them out. <laughs> All Infinity War. It could work. Uh... Well, for me, I honest to God, like uh this I don't think this has happened for me before, but I I wouldn't change a fucking person in this entire movie. I thought they yeah. were all fucking amazing it was just you don't want to uh, re- recast the uh the snuff film with katherine keener in it <laughs> <laughs> well if i if i absolutely had to uh recast i would put ewan mcgregor as tom oh ewan mcgregor ewan uh as max california i would have johnny depp because you whoa, know whoa, during whoa, that whoa. Time we can't was... have them both in the same movie we'll die of hotness <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know yeah and back then, in and then and then just yeah. had the full-on porn movie with brad pitt in it you okay. know all ripped okay <laughs> but yeah see that's what i was thinking I, I i i caught myself and said no in 98 this would get too, way too fucking hot so <laughs> i balanced it out <laughs> As, you put uh, Louis machine. Anderson in it. <laughs> <laughs> As machine, I have Danny DeVito. All right. 
<laughs> you sure I can't cut your throat, church lady? <laughs> you know. Yeah, see? It's perfect. The yeah, guy no, in the head we... killed the other guy in the head. That is pretty damn perfect. But also imagine if this had been like an Angela Lansbury starring movie and it was a murder she wrote special film. Oh my, this is not fair. Oh. <laughs> As you can see, this was printed on Superlux. Grady here in Los Angeles, and we all sat down for a nice porno film when we discovered it was snow. I need to pay $75 for my stack of pornography. Thank you. <laughs> I will take that battery operated vagina. Tom Bosley, you know, tries to sew her a dildo. <laughs> Columbo presents eight millimeters. Yeah, yeah, you get to get to William Conrad in there too. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Oh, one more thing. Roderick Crawford. <laughs> Got this pocket vagina. Yeah, the missus. She wants me to get this pocket vagina because I'm never home, you see. I can use it. <laughs> this just, this just makes me um... think of all those episodes of Dragnet where, where, uh, where Friday's in the high school uh, trying to get the student who's selling the quote unquote funny books. And it's like, it's filth and you know it. It's like, it's probably like one shot where you could sort of see a nipple. <laughs> it's the 50s. Y'all don't know what porn is. Dirty Tijuana Bibles and smut, ankles. that's all. See, and that's a perfect transition into my segment, clothes. Off. Oh. I want his clothes. Off. We do. We get six pairs of uh, breast, tits, Breastuses. boobs, knuckles, <laughs> one dong, one vag, uh, th- uh, three asses, uh, two of them being men's asses, one of them being women's. Uh, and of course, this isn't counting all the like porn covers and, you know, magazines well, yeah, or whatever. Well, yeah, just in the background. Um, hey, you half-assed it. I would just go. Yeah. <laughs> hey Lots of folks hanging out in fetish wear, too. That's always nice, you know. Yeah, yeah true, true. Homage to the uh, Wachowski a- brothers. you get a shirtless cage twice and uh one scene with cage and his tidy whities before mandy (laughs) before mandy (laughs) oh god that beautiful scene (laughs) oh so uh were you guys able to find any cagey wisdom from all of this um, um there's your wife's always gonna a... know you smoke that cigarette just, yeah. just stop pretending yeah there's always gonna <laughs> what, be a what victim is, and your, don't be the victim <laughs> don't be the victim <laughs> yeah and we all uh, forgot what's the third three. role yeah. the, the first <laughs> step in avoiding a trap is knowing there's a trap <laughs> <laughs> gg no Adrian? velvet i'd like to commission a pornography from you i have money to spend on pornography <laughs> Please speak into my lapel and consent to paying for this pornography. Pornography. <laughs> Say, I'm interested in the illegal pornography. You know, based on what we're actually able to see in the movie, I mean, like, you know, by 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 the standards of what the MPAA will let you see in an R-rated movie of pornography, apparently Kenneth Anchor movies are all just pornography. Pretty much. No. Yeah. I mean, you're not wrong. It's like a, seeing the amount of pornography they had in this reminded me of the uh, 4K edition they put out recently. I think it was 4K or 2K of Maximum Overdrive. And when Estevez, I think it is, or yeah, I think it's Estevez is in that movie. 
when yeah. he's having his love scene in the truck, there is some hardcore spread leg pornography in the background of that truck. That was not very visible before when Stephen King was on cocaine and didn't remember making that movie at all, but it's very <laughs> visible now. Uh, huh. The more you know. <laughs> Porn auteurs. <laughs> <laughs> We're looking at you, Stephen King. <laughs> Um, Maybe somebody should have given Dean Koontz cocaine, huh? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I like you, Dean Koontz. My uh, wisdom comes in the form of a song. Runaway train, never come back. <laughs> no, I, I won't do that. <laughs> oh, uh, I, I, I'd like to sing uh, one of the songs uh, from the movie, actually. <laughs> Eat your soul! Ah, that creative jazz. <laughs> uh, I actually didn't look up the composer, uh, so somebody was responsible for that. Are you talking about the the metal from Aphex Twin? No, 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 I love that bit at the end with the record where he's stalking the guy through his house. Oh, that was so classy! Uh, you know, the fight in the cemetery. Like, uh, those. You know, that's that was. Although, you know, they they also could have gone the other route. You know, like they could have they could have made it like uh, Orson Welles's Mister Arcaden. Uh, where uh, you know the 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 the, uh, the the wealthy you know baron type like hires the guy to uh, discover his past because he claims to have amnesia before a certain point, and so he finds all these guys from his past and like they keep mysteriously dying, and it turns out Arcadian was just trying to track down anybody who knew about his past and kill them. <laughs> So, As you do. so like, 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 like the old lady has, as, as the, uh, has the mother of the victim get killed, you know, Cage comes home and finds like, like his family dead. And then, you know, guys do, do wet work pop up from behind the door and just kill him with a silencer and drag him off. <laughs> yeah. Why not have Tangerine Dream just do the whole soundtrack over or even yet yeah, just go get DJ Skrillex or something. Just bring it up tempo. <laughs> <laughs> well what's uh what's soft cell doing these days <laughs> they, they could have gone the uh the stanley kubrick route you know have some wendy carlos renditions of beethoven you know there you go <laughs> I suppose this is when we say, please, please listen, follow, rate, and review Cage's Kiss on Apple Podcast, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, uh, TuneIn, YouTube, wherever, uh, basically wherever you listen to, to podcasts. <laughs> and red tube <laughs> we are porn our tours we'll send uh, we'll send the transcripts of the podcast in discreet brown wrappers and they'll be in those big coffee boxes you know <laughs> with a stamp that says not porn <laughs> <laughs> so totally not. <laughs> not porn parentheses wink wink yes the packages are vacuum formed from old dildos <laughs> discreetly uh, those, those hey, are I'm glowing ET fingers get it right <laughs> I'm getting ideas for our Patreon <laughs> yeah. 
remember, you can find Cage's Kiss on Facebook and on Twitter at Cage's Kiss. Uh, you can visit our website at cageskiss.com. You can write to us at cageskiss at gmail.com. And I would like to give a shout out to uh, Go Go Girl O, uh, Too Scary Didn't Watch podcast, and Brian Wayne for giving us such, such awesome reviews. Thank you so, so much. It, Thank it is, you, Brian it's Wayne. It's really helpful and awesome. Um, I'd also like to give a shout out to our podcasting friends at uh, After Midnight, Cinemondo, and Cheers to Comics, as well as that Too Scary Didn't Watch podcast. They're freaking amazing. So, uh, Donnie, do you? <laughs> it's very scary. Well, uh, Donnie, huh. I'm going to be doing. You got any a, butt plugs? I'm going to be speaking at the community college about gerbils, whether you put them into you or out of you. And I'm also oh. the boy who blew on Twitter. Uh, that's not how you use a gerbil <laughs> that you, you know, know uh, Richard Gere might be listening and his lawyers might too Donnie you know so if you, you better give credit <laughs> where it's due for this material speaker. I get the intro <laughs> this bitch <laughs> but just wait until I show you how to grow bamboo in a place that might surprise you <laughs> in your front yard <laughs> so that's about all I got going on <laughs> Oh, dear God. You don't judge me. <laughs> Adrian, what have you got oh, going on? Oh, I'm still Leo the Fox on DeviantArt.com. I'm still A.A. Smith on YouTube. If you go to DeviantArt.com or to YouTube, you can find links to my Patreon where I'd like some money, please. Yeah. And uh, we're going to keep the awesome train going because next week we will be coming at you with Bringing Out the Dead. Bringing Out the Dead, the last good Martin Scorsese movie. Bring out your dead. It's been 20 years. (laughs) I feel happy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to give you your first lesson in how to be an American. It's called Eat My Shit. (laughs) Jesus Christ. <laughs> Bring it out the dead, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, until then, don't I stabbed a kid. Say it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? The best part of killing somebody is it's not when they see the knife, it's not when they feel it, or when you hurt them, it's when it goes in. That look, that surprise. They just can't believe it's really happening to them. <sighs> I don't know about y'all, but I'm hard as diamonds right now. Had <laughs> <laughs> a deal, though, that looked real enough. Remember, when you go to our Patreon page, we've watched three hours of hardcore por- pornography, maybe illegal pornography, just for you guys. I would just like to legally studying. say, no, I have not. I did it all for you. <laughs> My lawyer says I didn't do that, though. <laughs> your lawyer is the one who paid for it <laughs> he did uh, my, that's because my lawyer is anthony healed from silence of the lambs with a mustache Jesus I could eat a page for hours, please.